Hi guys, welcome back to Midday Matcha with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. I think I said matcha really weird in that intro, but you know, we're gonna run with it. We're gonna go with it. Why? Because this bitch is unedited at this point. So I'm not gonna go back in and re-record me saying the word matcha just because I didn't like how I said it, but we're gonna get into it. You guys, as you know, I'm gonna get into my week update. I'm gonna update you guys on my week. Okay, is anybody else watching The Bachelorette? And if you are, I am sorry because I was watching it too and Claire, that's her name I think, like I was just, it really set me off inside, really lit a fire in me in the worst way. I was so upset that she was so emotional the entire time. I don't know what that really says about me, but I was like, why the fuck are we always crying, Claire? Like, please stop crying. I was very confused to why all the tears were there. And I just expected more from this season. So I'm coming on here to let you guys know that I just completely expected more. And I was absolutely disappointed. Also, what the fuck? Like, they got engaged. Oh, sorry if you guys haven't seen it. Spoiler alert. Um, basically they knew each other for like a week and got engaged. Honestly, I'm not going to even talk that negatively on that because I could really genuinely see myself doing something like that. Like I just, I don't know. I just always saw myself getting married quickly. And like when I meet someone, it'll be like right after I just ended a seven year long relationship and I'll meet somebody and I'll get married to them within a week. Like that's just how I see myself getting married. I don't know why. Um, I love how I made The Bachelorette about me. You know, it just is something that I'm just so good at is just bringing everything back to myself. It's actually kind of a problem. So yeah, I think all in all, I just I'm not a huge fan of The Bachelorette this season so far. I know the new Bachelorette they bring in, I'll probably like 20 times better. She seems a lot more likable. Whereas Claire, I was like, God damn, I want to hit her in the head with a brick and I want to tell her to boss up, like just boss up. There was no need for her to cry as much as she was crying. And like, I'm so for crying all the time like you should always let out your emotions always cry but what the fuck was that i was like you're not even like everything was hurting her feelings and i was like bitch you're literally 40 um this should not be affecting you as much as it is like it just at that point in life and any point in life in general like it really is never that deep and she just pissed me off and i just had to let it out Had to let you guys know that. Another thing is, oh my fucking God, I'm the worst for not introducing the episode with this. Saturday was just an amazing day, I think, for the entire world. I'm talking about last Saturday when Biden won. It was just such a beautiful thing to see. I live in Chicago, so... As soon as he won, you could hear people screaming and cheering. And there was just so much happiness and love in the air. Just because he won, I was like genuinely almost crying. I was like, thank fucking God. But yeah, and then there were parties and stuff all down the block from me. And by parties, I just mean mass groups of people 
just celebrating. And I think it was so needed. I don't think it's great for COVID, but I just think the celebration was needed. And it was just such a nail biter. And I think we all know that. But yeah, what a beautiful thing to see Biden win. I really thought that was just a beautiful thing. As well as, okay, this is where I realized I hate men with trucks because I was like walking around downtown Saturday and there were just a lot of like men with trucks. And I was like, I'm not loving this vibe of these men with these trucks. Like I just decided in that moment that I was like, God, I really fucking hate a man that drives a truck, you know? Something about it just really doesn't sit well with me. I feel like if you have to have a massive truck, like a huge truck as the car you drive every day, it really says a lot about you. I feel like it just screams to me like small dick energy, but at the same time, it kind of screams big dick energy. I think I don't like it very much because it just screams ego to me and I'm somebody with the fattest ego. So I think when I get... Like they, they they try to match me with their ego. Like the men in the trucks are like pulling up and I'm like walking like that bitch. And we are like face to face, head to head. I'm like, you're fucking pathetic. And I just think it has a, that car has a lot of ego to it. And something about it doesn't sit well with me. I just don't fucking like a man in a truck. Something about it is kind of mm, not my cup of tea. It's kind of bizarre to me. I don't love a man in a truck. I love a man in a Bentley, but who doesn't love a man in a Bentley? Am I right? Like, goddamn, would you ever complain if your boyfriend or someone you're dating, they're like, okay, like first date, they're like, I'm pulling up outside, like, come down, I'm here. And they have a Bentley. I don't think you'd ever see me be like, oh no, I can't get in that. Or even like call my friends after and be like, yeah, he picked me up in a, a Bentley. But like, I just don't think I'd ever complain about a man in a Bentley. Actually, I could, I could find something to complain about. But yeah, men in trucks just, mm, they don't sit well with me. I don't really like a man in a truck. I'm making this episode because it was always like very hard for me to realize when the relationship was over or when the thing was over. So the talking stage or even like relationships. When is it over? You know, like how do you know it's over? And for me, it was super always difficult because I'd be like, no, I do love this person. Like you're supposed to keep going. But like little things would get on my nerves and little things would annoy me. And I was, is it like, is it, should I keep going? So I'm making this episode so because I know it was hard for me to realize when it's over. So I don't want you guys to go through the same thing. So I feel like these are the things I noticed when it was over for me. I'm going to name some of these things and you're like, bitch, you're crazy. But you already knew it. You already knew I was crazy. But these are like really, really little things or even big things that I was like, oh, this means the relationship is over. Time to keep it kick this motherfucker to the curb or even like the thing I'm like okay I'm done talking to this person like it's over you know I'm just over it I'm done these are like the things that really made me realize you know what if I'm doing these thinking these or even participating in these actions or thoughts this probably means my relationships is over so let's get into it this one um anytime I was having sex with my ex. I was picturing um, Deshaun Watson. So if you don't know who Deshaun Watson is, he's just like 
he's like, he's like a huge quarterback. But like anytime I was having sex with my ex, I was having to close my eyes and pretending he was Deshaun Watson. So I knew the relationship was over. So when I was closing my eyes and like making it seem like my ex was Deshaun Watson because I just wasn't attracted to my ex anymore. But Deshaun Watson did the trick. Deshaun Watson thinking it was him while I was fucking my ex. Oh, you know, it was great. Like that is highly recommended if you're not liking your sex. But like obviously huge red flag if I'm having to picture other men while I'm having sex with my boyfriend. That means the relationship is over whether I wanted to admit it or not. And I think I went on like two months of me picturing Deshaun Watson. And I was like, you know what, it's getting, I almost started to enjoy the sex even more because I was like, come on, Deshaun, let's go. But, you know, because I was really, like, I'm really good visual. I could really visualize that perfectly. But, like, for me, you know, like, that's when I knew my relationship was over as soon as I was having to use Deshaun Watson to get off from having sex with my boyfriend. So if you're picturing other men or like fantasizing about other men because your boyfriend's just not doing it for you anymore, I really think that's a big sign that the relationship's over. I mean, as fun as it is to like picture me having sex with Deshaun Watson instead of it being my ex, like that means I gotta go find my own Deshaun Watson and break up with my boyfriend. I mean, it just is what it is. That is something that I realize that you know what that means the relationship is over you guys are like yeah no shit Livy um that's just a given but I just wanted to let you guys know because like maybe at the time I didn't know that was weird um but now I'm definitely like you know what I shouldn't have been picturing Deshaun Watson that means I just wasn't in the best relationship (laughs) so another thing that really symbolizes the relationship is over is like when everything they do annoys you so when every single thing they do annoys you it's over okay so even like the cute little things of like when they used to wish you good morning and like now they wish you good morning and you're like ew why are you wishing me good morning are you a little bitch now like is that what this is you little sensitive ass motherfucker is that what the case is like you're so pathetic where is the man that i used to like but like in the beginning you were like oh my god he wished me good morning like he's my king i love him to death and then now he wishes you good morning and you're like ew i would rather eat bricks for breakfast then have you wish me good morning so it's like little things like that where it used to be cute and now it just annoys you like i think with everything i was like oh my god like you chew like that you've been chewing like that this whole time we've been dating and i'm now just noticing it that is so annoying or even when they're like you're beautiful babe and it's like well no i knew that but before you would be like oh my god thank you so much you know so that's like one thing where if everything they do annoys you as well as if everything you guys are doing together just becomes so completely boring so like if you used to think it was like a cute little date night of you guys to like stay in and watch a movie and now you look at him like you're the laziest piece of shit ever you can never leave the apartment and take me out to a dinner i genuinely hate you that's when you know it's over too when like every single thing is just 
boring, where it's like you used to really value those nights in and love to hang out with them, but now you're like looking at them like, are you lazy piece of shit? You can't even take me to dinner? Like not even Benihana. I'm not even asking for a five-star dinner. I'm just asking to leave the damn apartment. That's how you know it's also over. It's like, oh my God, every single thing that used to be super cute and fun is now super boring. You're like, another movie? What, do you want me to watch the entire fucking Netflix comedy genre? Is that what you want from me? Like, that's when you really know it's over. I used to like think it was so cute that my ex would have like Fortnite set up for us and like all my favorite foods. And then one time I came back and I was like, fuck this, I'm over it. It's so repulsive that you can never leave the damn room. And like, that's when I was like, oh my God, I think something might be wrong. I think the relationship might be over. If that's how I'm feeling, you start to notice their scent, okay? Before, you always thought these scents were cute. And I think it's, this might be science. Don't quote me on this because I'm not a fucking scientist, but this could be science. So you used to like love their smells and like their smells used to be so comforting to you. And then that's when you were probably super attracted to them and in love with them. And then when their smells start to turn literally foul, you're like, oh, that's the smell I used to love. You actually smell disgusting. I think that's science and I think that's your brain like making you realize, hey, things are over because the smell that you used to love now brings you feelings of hatred. Yeah, that means the relationship is over. And then it's like, oh my God, have you smelled this bad the entire time? And like, I'm just now realizing it. Like you've always smelled like this. Like that's disgusting. Ew, why was I even putting up with that smell? But yeah, but now I'm like actually thinking about it. I definitely think it's a part of science like okay when the smells start to change it means your attraction to them has started to fade don't quote me on it but i'm almost positive i'm right okay and like that going off the smell like every single thing they do grosses you out like where it used to be cute for them to like smack your ass in public and now you're like they smack your ass and you're like chill you literal pervert like you're genuinely a pervert and you can never keep your hands to yourself you're genuinely a horn dog get your hands off me but before you'd be like oh my god babe stop and like this time you're like chill because i will file a police report if you don't stop smacking my ass like stuff like that where i was like that was so cute and now you look at them and you're like you're literally a pervert like why are you touching me like that you actual pervert or like they like grab your boobs and they like used to be cute and flirty and fun and you're like touch my tits again and i'm suing like i'm genuinely not about it I don't want anything to do with you touch me again and see what happens like that's when you know you know it might be over when you really hate that they're touching you and like trying to be sexual with you that's another way I realized things were over if I wasn't picturing sex with Deshaun Watson I was more like getting touched by them and I was like oh my god you actual pervert get your hands off of me like who gave you the right and then like walked away and they'd be like, oh, you know what? I think that's a sign that things could really be over. Uh, this is the worst. No, it's kind of the best. When other guys' attention kind of like excites you, the, 
I knew my relationship was over when I started to sext one of my old flings. Like, yeah, when I started to sext my old fling, I was like, I probably should leave the relationship. I mean, mind you, the relationship was like back and forth. Like we weren't actually together. We were like in the process of getting together and back together, all those things. And I just decided that, you know, I was like, I need to sext my fling. Like it just happens to, for some reason, I was fine without it for those two years. But now I just feel the urging need to sext my fling and just see what it would be like if him and I just like met up. You know what I mean? Like that's how you know it's over is when other guys' attention excites you. As well as like, let's say before the DMs you would get, you'd be like, ew, oh my God, these losers in my DMs. And now you're like, these beautiful boys in my DMs deserve my attention way more than my ex at the time or my boyfriend at the time. So yeah, like when you start getting excited by other men's attention and like even finding other men attractive, like I always remember when I'm in my relationships, I don't really have eyes for anybody else I get unless it's Deshaun Watson apparently no but like I really don't um I'm like oh my god my boyfriend is so cute and no one else is cute and then it's like when you're like walking down the street and you're like who is that fine motherfucker you know that's when another way I'm like oh I think my feelings are fading for my current boyfriend but you know what that's that's a good thing to recognize because it's like okay let me stop now before i start to cheat you know i feel like that's the first step for cheating obviously like sexting and like talking to guys and stuff like that you're like yeah no shit livy sexting is the first step that is cheating yeah um not when you're not in a relationship not when you're yeah but you know, that definitely is something to like take into consideration if you feel the need to sext other men. Just break up with your boyfriend and like, you know, go go be with the other men. They deserve you more than that loser you're dating does anyways. You know, that's just a sign that the relationship's over, okay? Okay, oh my god. This is kind of rude when you realize they're ugly you so the whole time you have like blinders on and you're like he's so beautiful like my boyfriend is genuinely the most beautiful person i've ever seen he's stunning he's amazing he should model for vogue like i don't know what he's doing laying in his bed not modeling for vogue like that's how you view your boyfriend and then you like are looking at them a little bit harder let's say eight months down the line and you're like oh you're so ugly like you looked like a fish this entire time that's when you know the relationship is over because you're just not attracted to them anymore and then you really get to see them for who they are ugly so you know when they're just not as attractive to to you as they were at one point you know that might mean the relationship is over which is okay you know we've all we've all been there and dated someone we thought was beautiful but they're really ugly happens to the best of us i'm a victim of it too so that's how i feel like you know your long-term relationship is over from the things i described that's how i knew my long-term relationships were over as soon as deshaun watson was in my brain i was like it's time to leave the relationship you know and just like a bunch of other those little things i was like you know what i actually think it's time for me to leave those relationships this is my 
favorite, I think, because this is what I deal with all the time now, is how to know when the talking stage is over or I don't want to talk to this person anymore or just like the, you know, the thing is over. Like the talking stage and dating is over. These are how I know that's over for me. You know, maybe I can give you guys some insight on how you guys can determine when it's over for you too. So the number one thing I know when I know that it's over is when I have to sit back and go, oh my God, am I settling? Am I settling? So by that, I mean, if you have to look at them and think, am I settling? You're settling. So that's how I know that the talking stage is over for me because the one thing I refuse to do is settle. So when I look at them and I'm like, oh shit, fuck, how did I get here? I'm settling, you know, I'm settling if I continue to talk to this person. I'm just settling for my own standards. I'm settling for what I wanted, what I've manifested, and this is not the person for me. If I just feel the urge that I settled, so I just go, okay, that's when it's over. When I look at you and I'm like, oh, am I? Am I settling? Am I settling? Oh my God, I think I'm settling. Oh no, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. I can't even let myself get to the point that I publicly settled, you know, it's one thing to settle in private. There's another thing to settle in public. So like when, say someone is like, is that your boyfriend? And you're like, yeah. And they're like, oh, and that's it. That's the conversation. You fucking settled. You settled, bitch. But when you have the conversation, they're like, is that your boyfriend? You're like, yeah. And they're like, oh my God, he's so cute. Or, oh my God, he's so rich. Or, oh my God, he's so successful. Or, oh my God, you're so lucky. Or, oh my God, he's like amazing. You didn't settle. You didn't settle at all. I always can tell when I tell my sister about a guy I'm talking to and she goes, and you like him? (laughs) That's how I know I'm settling. She goes, and you actually really like him? Or she'll go, does he, she'll be like, what does he do for work? And then I tell her and she's like, that's it? Or she'll be like, does he even play? Is he even good? Like, that's how I know I'm settling. And I'm like, if my sister has to question it and like I have to personally question it, that's how I know I have settled. So, you know, that's when I know it's over. That's snip, snip, snip by cutting a motherfucker off because I'm just not here to settle, you know? I did not manifest and work this hard to settle on my manifestations. You know what I mean? Anyways, okay. Oh, another thing. It's like you're on FaceTime and it used to be exciting. It used you used to get like butterflies when you would see their name pop up on your phone and you'd be like, oh my God, they're FaceTiming me again. And it's like so fun. And then now they FaceTime you and you're like, can he literally shove a sock down his throat so he stops talking to me? Or just can he act like, God, I don't want him to die, but I do want him to choke on his own tongue so him and I can end the conversation because I'm just so damn bored. Like that's how you know it's over when things start to get boring and you little things that used to really excite you, you're like, God damn, do I hope that he gets a call from another one of his bitches so I don't have to stay on the phone any longer, you know? That's how you know it's over. You gotta cut the thing off, you gotta stop talking to them, You and you settled. But you know, that's how you know. Also, when you're okay not hearing from them, so like before it might make you question some things or you're like a little bit concerned, a little bit 
confused. You're like, why aren't they texting me? Like, I thought things were like, I, why aren't they texting me? Like, we were having a good conversation. Why aren't they texting me? And then when you lose interest and you don't hear from them, you're like, I, honest to God, don't care if he's fucking another girl. Is he dead? Is he at church? Is he having sex with another girl? Either way, I don't really care. You know, he could be doing any of those. He could genuinely be getting double penetrated by his best guy friends. And I don't think I would even care because I'd be like, oh my God, I just, I don't care. And so if I don't care, that means it's over. The talking stage is over, all of it. I don't know why I had to go to double penetration on men for me to be like, I don't know, I don't know how I got there, guys. But like, actually, you know, like if I could care less what he's doing, you know, that just means that it's over. It's over. Oh, it's over. Here is one thing. Okay, this is, <laughs> this may be a little bit twisted of me, but like one time a guy I was talking to was in my apartment and he was talking and as he was talking, I just envisioned myself shoving my fist down his throat, like just punching him straight in the mouth and like having him eat my fist. And I was like, oh my God, I think that's, cause he would not stop talking. And I was like, oh my God, I think that means it's over. I think it means it's over if I'm sitting here and you're talking to me and I'm envisioning myself sh like punching you straight in the mouth and you just eating my fist. Like, that means it's over. <laughs> You're probably like, what the fuck? That's what you think of? And I was like, yeah, in that exact moment, I was like, I could just sock him right in the mouth right now. And I just wonder if he would actually stop talking if I was to do that. You know? So when I had that vision, I was like, I think I got to stop talking to this guy because I think that means things are over. I just think it's just not, you know can't be the best okay it's not the best for me but you know is what it is don't think i'm twisted because of it we've all been there you know something is over when especially the thing when you look and you're talking to them and you're out with their friends okay you're out in a group setting and you're out with your their friends and you're like hold on has his best friend always been this cute like this whole time was his best friend always this cute? And then you're like staring at the best friend and you're kind of like, oh my God, I think I should have picked you. I think I should have not wasted two months of my life and I think I should have picked you. And then you're like, is it too late for me and the best friend to get to know each other? And then you're like, well, what's the best friend's zodiac sign? You know, like are him and I even compatible? You know, I mean, and then you start evaluating the best friend and you're like, well, I've seen him buy drinks for everybody. He's super friendly, he's super nice. And then you're like, oh my God, I wonder what he can do sexually. You know, what can the best friend do? You know, and then you just start fantasizing about the best friend. And then you're like, oh my God, it's like a That's So Raven moment. And you look and you're like, oh shit, the guy is still, that I still have a thing with is like his hands on my thigh. You know, that means it's over. The thing is over when you start thinking about if the best friend can fuck you better than 
the guy you're talking to. So I don't, <laughs> that's an obvious one. But when you start to look at the best friend and you're like, he's so cute. And this whole time you're like, we're all his best friends this cute. You know, that's when you know that the thing is over when you start to find their other friends cute. Or even worse, they post a picture with a friend and you click on it and you're like, damn, oh my God, who is this friend? Who is this friend? Because he is fine as fuck. And I might, I might, fuck around and follow him and then you're like no I can't follow him because the guy I'm talking to is going to come back and be like why did you follow my friend that you don't even know and then I have to be like oh my god it was an accident I didn't even mean to you know so it's one of those situations when you start thinking the best friends are super hot and you want to get with the best friends or you think that the best friends could have treated you better or you just think they could have even dicked you down better that's when it's over like a hundred percent it's just over so i think that's something to keep in mind you guys are like um why are these all sounding extremely personal actually that's one's not super personal i just think that happens um a lot to people you know actually i can directly remember one time but you know what when you realize the friends are cuter than they were and you never even had interest in the friends in the per first place, that means your thing is over. I don't know how this came into the mix, but it's the same thing for when you're in a relationship. But you just start texting an old fling, someone you used to talk to, and you're like, hey, how are you doing? You know, what are you up to? And then they're like, nothing, just like chilling. And then you're like, oh, um, Remember that time we had sex? And then they're like, haha, what about it? And you're like, I just enjoyed this, this, and this. And then you accidentally get in a full sexting conversation with a guy you used to talk to. And you're like, oh my God, I miss him. So when you start to miss your old exes and you start to text your old exes or ex flings, yeah, that means your talking stage now is over because it just means you don't have interest in the guy you're talking to because or else you'd be sending him those dirty text messages, but instead you're sending them to the guy that you cut off for him. Oh my God, isn't it the worst, you know, when it's just you flip-flop back and forth. I call it having options. Other people call it being a hoe, you know, to each their own. Oh, this one, I, I do this all the time. I personally do this, I do a lot of these all the time, but I do this one all the time where I'm like, you know what? I just think he's so toxic. You know, I, he's just so toxic for me. Like, I just can't even, like, I can't talk to him anymore because he's just toxic. So when you start labeling him as toxic all the time, that's when you know it's over. When you start having to be like, you know what? There isn't even something specific, but he is just toxic in general. You know, that means it's over. When you start having to find fault in everything he's doing and then you start labeling him as toxic, it's like, okay, the entire thing is over just cut the cords now before it gets even worse just cut it now so that's how i know when things are over again is when i'm starting to be like oh my god he's just like i just there's something about him like the way that he said good night to me and didn't say good morning honest to god he's genuinely a toxic human being and i can't even put myself through another toxic relationship so right now i have to cut him off because he's super toxic and then it's like your friends are like, oh my God, yeah, you're so right. Or I have my friends that are like, that's not toxic. Are you sure you think that's toxic? And I'm like, shut up because it's toxic. And I think that's a really easy way for me to get out of things is because I'm like, 
oh my God, they're showing me red flags. They're basically toxic. They're showing me stuff that's like, ew, 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 ew. That's supposed to be like sirens. Yo, like I'm so sorry, but that was supposed to be sirens. And it's like red flag, red flag, red flag. And I'm like, oh my God, I picked another toxic one. Let me get out of the situation. So that's when I know it's also over. It's like when I'm like, oh my God, like were they this toxic the entire time? And sometimes they're not even toxic, but it just helps me get out of the talking stage a lot faster. Cause then I'm like sitting in my bed and I'm like, well, should I have cut this person off? And I'm like, Livy, don't you remember they were toxic? And then I'm like, you're so right, Livy. You have all the best decisions. That was crazy that I just talked to myself right there. Is what it is. Oh, also the talking stage is over when you start nitpicking where you're like, you know what? He would be great if he did this or he did this. And then you're, you start to sit and think and you're like, you know what? It's actually like fucked up. You know, he never brought me flowers. He never ate my ass. He never did this. He like, he never even, he knew my favorite food was sushi. He never even once tried to plan a sushi date. Like he clearly was just comfortable. Like, yeah, I mean, I think it's over. You start nitpicking like every single little thing and you're like, you know what? No, I just think it's over, you know? Cause he could, he couldn't even do this. He couldn't even do that. And then you're like, oh my God what a fucking piece of shit and then you're like why do i always settle for the worst men yeah that's when you know it's over ladies is when you're like oh my god he didn't even do this for me he didn't even do that for me you're just finding faults of him to get out and i think we subconsciously do that a lot we're like we know deep down in our hearts that like okay it's over and then you start to like validate those feelings of like oh it's over it's over it's over but it's over because of this it's over because of this it's over because of this because it's not always just so easy to be like so cut and dry unless you're a heartless ass bitch like i am where i'm like Ooh, you didn't do this for me. Yep, you're off, you know, cut it, we're done. For me, it's just really like if I'm, I like, I more judge my dating life instead of like fully dive into it because first of all, that's how I prevent myself from getting hurt. And second of all, it's just a lot of fucking fun. It's like, what are you going to do to impress me? And what are you going to do to stand out from the others? You know? Okay, maybe I'm just fucking insane. Yeah, but when you start nitpicking every little thing, back to nitpicking, when you start nitpicking every little thing about them, it really means that the talking stage and all of it is just over, okay? So don't be hard on yourselves, ladies. You know, we all know deep down in our hearts when it's actually over. Like, my intuition is really strong. And I think I've probably said that 50 fucking times, like, per episode. But I do have a strong intuition. And I know before, like, I consciously know. So, like, deep down inside, I'll already know something is over. But I have to validate it with the thoughts and the those things, like, in my head where I'm like, no, it's actually over because he wouldn't do this. Actually over because he would never do this. It's actually over because he wouldn't do this. So, Yeah. Ladies, trust that intuition so you don't have to go through all these things to realize it's over. The best thing about men is that they are replaceable. So yeah, take... (laughs) Oh, I'm not kidding. Just know it's over when you start doing, if you catch yourself doing any of the things that I've named. You guys, that is it for this week's episode. If you learned anything from that, it's you know it's over when you start wondering if his best friend's dick game is better than his. Oh my God. 
she is profanity. You know, when it's like, she's beauty, she's grace. It's like, she's profanity. She's vulgar. She's Miss United States. Suck a dick. Okay. Let's get into my midday matcha must-haves. I went to an amazing brunch this weekend. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I posted it all over my social media. I just love to post all the foods I eat because I love watching other people post foods they eat. So I do it for all everyone. And I actually, that's the funniest thing is people swipe up so much more on my food stories than they do my selfies. Actually, I would say they are probably tied, but yeah. So I went to Bistronomic in the Gold Coast and I loved it. Don't get their smoked salmon sandwich because that was actual not good at all. And I would not recommend that. But everything else from Bistronomic was like so good. Also, I'm a huge French food girl. Like I love, love, love French foods. So yeah, Bistronomic, real good. Go get it. I highly recommend Bistronomic. Okay, you guys, this, after that brunch, I went and I almost spent $1,100 on a ring. Okay, it was... I've been wanting to treat myself to a nice piece of jewelry. I really did. The place I went to, um, at, like I genuinely was like, she was like, well, do you want it? And I was like looking at my sister, looking at my mom. And I was like, do I do it? And I was like, your opinions don't matter because it's my bank account. Um, and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to do it. I'm going to buy the ring. And I, I, it was really pretty. And then they, there's something with their jewelry license where they were like, we'll have to ship it to you. And I was like, if I can't rock out, walk out with this rock on my finger, I don't fucking want it. And as soon as I walked out, my mom was like, you can get a way nicer piece custom somewhere else for that exact price. So I was like, okay. But that made me think, I was like, I always think I've always wanted to like treat myself with a really nice piece of jewelry. And I think it's really important. Like, I want to get myself a ring for my ring finger. Mm, it's like I'm back and forth with it because, like, I want to put a ring on myself before anybody else can, as well as I want to put a ring on. And then I put it, then I'm like, oh my God, all these men are going to think I'm fucking engaged. And, like, that is not an image I want to give off either. Don't want to be a fiance just yet. Like, not my vibes. But. Yeah, a nice piece of jewelry. Like, because I'm like, I work hard. I It's okay for me to buy this for myself. Like, I want to treat myself to a nice custom piece of jewelry. Like, you know, I just think it's really cute to like get yourself a nice little piece of jewelry. And I highly recommend getting yourself a nice piece of jewelry. It'll make you feel like a bad bitch. Okay, another midday matcha must-have is... I've already talked about... Barry's boot camp previously, but I every morning go to Barry's boot camp and I do that as my morning workout. It is so intense and I love it so much. It's so addicting. Every part of me, I love to like get real fucking hyped up on pre workout and go to a Barry's boot camp. Like Monday of this week, I did, I had way more pre workout than I should have and I genuinely felt like I was flying on the treadmill. Like I truly thought I was in the air flying because that's, I was, I think I was just really high on pre workout and just to go to a Barry's class and you just sweat, you work hard and it just feels so good to do i just it's if you guys are looking for such a good workout 
Go to berries. I can't recommend berries enough. I didn't do berries when I was in California last week and I came back and I missed it so much. I was like, I missed you. I really missed you. Berries is like the most stable thing in my life, my most stable relationship. So I highly recommend doing berries, you guys. I'm gonna just make that a staple of a midday matcha must-have. Is just workout classes are a midday matcha must-have. You must have workouts because it just clears your brain. You know, it's just great. Don't know what the fuck that was that I just said. Anyways, you guys, that is it for this week's episode. I love every single one of you. You guys are amazing, okay? Did you not know that? You guys are fucking amazing. Anyways, if you guys want more of me, you can go to my YouTube channel. It's Livy Bitch. I post twice a week on my YouTube channel. As well as you can follow me on Instagram at Livy Mave. That's Mave is M-A-E-V-E as in Mave. As well as you can also follow Midday underscore Matcha on Instagram. Ooh, but I am slowly getting rid of her because I want to put all my content under Livy Mave. I don't really want to put everything under Midday Matcha. So you guys, if you want to hear more of me, see more of me, you guys can obviously go subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'd love that. Do that. Anyways, yes, I love every single one of you. I hope you guys have an amazing day. I hope you guys know how much you guys are just bad bitches and I love every single one of you so much. And I really want all of you guys to remember that a bad bitch is a mindset more than anything. You could be the prettiest girl in the entire world, but you might not be a bad bitch because your mindset isn't there. So guys, I want you guys to remember that being a bad bitch is a mindset. So I love every single one of you. I want you guys to have an amazing weekend. Go have fun. Go do your thing, you know. Go crazy. Okay, I love every single one of you. Bye.